Columbia, Straya. How are you going? How are you going? You right? I bloody well hope so. This is NBA Straya. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website we call CodeBet. Go check that out. Uh, you might have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Jack Heverin, my good friend Ben Dixon, and uh, my good friend Carlos Boozer. Uh, you might also see me in the paper. I'm uh, here in Larry Armour Studios hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season. I've been straight a bit. That's what we do. What a fun weekend we're going to wrap for you today. Nuggets have dropped a couple. Oh, the MVP's up in the air, bro. Trey Young and Marcus Smart had a bit of a smooch. Speaking of smooching, jeez, got some photos of uh, Jamarant escapades. Jokes. Just, what are you doing, Jar? Oh, yeah. Face first in some strippers' bum. <laughs> uh, Draymond and Dylan Brooks uh, kept up there, just, I don't know, the dumbest feud between the worst people you know. Uh, and also, you're breaking my heart. No one pointed out that it was 3.11 day. You're killing me. Well, it's 3.11 day in the States because they do their dates like dumb idiots. <laughs> Let's put month, then the day, then the year. Hey, wouldn't it make sense to have, like, the smallest part, which is the date, into the next biggest one, which is the month, into the biggest one, the year? Now, that's, that doesn't, that makes too much sense. Idiots. Anyway, uh, we've got weekend winners and losers. We've got the NBA straight gamers. We've got a juicy slab, but that's not life. Oh, mate, no, mates. Spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Duke out of the weekend. We've got Yeah, Nas. We've got the unpopular opinion of the day. And we've got our back take, guess, where we're serving up a flame grill take. Uh, what else? We've got an Andrew Gay's Great Mumber Award. We'll finish up with a deli review of everything, everywhere, all at once. He loves a good Oscar winner, says Deli. Uh, what else? Australian Player Watch, all the good stuff. Yeah, let's bloody well get into it, shall we? It is episode 894 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. Better watch out for the shark attack. How many ads is he on at the moment? I feel like I'm watching a lot of sport, and every ad has shack on it. <laughs> Which I'm usually fine with. It's just, it's just a lot. You know, uh, it was good to see that, uh, I think it was on the weekend, there was a great call, uh, they did Shaq and a Fool, and uh, they were punking Kyle Kuzma, I think I mentioned this on Friday's show, right? Kyle Kuzma turned around in midair, thinking his shot was going in to uh, look at the bench, it did not go in, and the rebound went exactly where he was, but he's back turned to it, uh, to it and uh, so the opposition got the ball, and Shaq said, Kyle looked away from his shot like Kenny looks away from work. Because <laughs> Kenny had his birthday and didn't go into work the other day. It's pretty good. It's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, let's get into some, uh, What are we? how do we start this show usually? Oh, that's right, Jimmy with the daily, whip around, bro. That's right, as mentioned, Trey Young and Marcus Smart had a bit of a smooch. In what was a rollicking game between the Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks. Got a little bit of a fracker. 
That was pretty gnarly. Uh, smart, got tossed. It's like one of the longest reviews you'll ever see, too. Um, the MVP chatter. So I've actually just written a couple of uh, awards pieces. And I'll tell you what, if you just sort of circle around it and just go, God, can we not let the dumbest people in the world talk about this? Because, or at least don't amplify the dumbest people in the world? Kendrick Perkins. Because uh, seriously, like you look at Jokic's numbers and you look at Giannis, you look at Embiid, we go, yeah, it's a three-horse race. Joker's the clear favorite at the moment. But, God, it's fun. I'm just saying. Without, like, any sort of uh, knowledge of what their all their stats are, you could just sort of go, look, Jokic is the most impressive all-round offensive player fulcrum in the NBA. He can shoot. He can dish. Gets in there. Hits his free throws. He is your system. Defensively, he's just fine. He's not great. Oh, look at these awesome advanced stats. It's like, shut up, nerd. It's like, oh, but they're better with him on the court. It's like, yeah, cool. What happens when you attack him? The problem is there's not so many dudes you can attack him with. Uh, meanwhile, Embiid's probably the most dominant force when he's actually up and about. And Giannis is probably the best two-way player in the NBA as well, right? Like he does the most on offense, the most on defense when you combine it all. And it's going to be great. I just think this fucking like chatter around it of like, oh man, because they're white. Yeah, that's that's why he's getting all these votes. Like what? You mean like all the times that the white voters voted for, voted for all those white rookies of the year and defensive players of the year, you fucking morons. Jesus. Anyway, so hopefully that just dies down a little bit this week. Probably won't because uh, the Nuggets crap in the bed a little bit even though Joker's going absolutely crazy, uh, the sort of difference between, oh, well, you see, you know, the Nuggets aren't number one in the West in the Sixes. Oh, they're only third in the East. They basically have the same record at this point. It's the Bucks who are awesome. The problem is Giannis just keeps missing games. Bit of a rough one. Uh, other news, bit of chaos, basically, out of the weekend. Um, in the West, oh, boy. <laughs> Basically, nine through what is it? Nine through twelve have the same record. <laughs> They're all thirty-three and thirty-five, and ahead of them, seven of eight, they've got the same record. They're thirty-four and thirty-four. Still, so much chaos abounding between the fifth-seeded LA Clippers and your twelfth-seeded Pelicans. There are count them two and a half games. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm loving it. That's what we should be focused on. And my other sort of takeaway is, this is kind of almost a bit of a uh, weekend winner lead-in. Us. There have been so many fucking good games since the All-Star break. It's basically one elongated playoffs, but with 26 teams still involved. Because literally only the, well, 27 teams, I guess, because only the Spurs, Rockets, and Pistons are officially eliminated uh, from the playoffs. The Hornets won't be uh, too far away. They hadn't lost those two games. (laughs) But still, uh, chaos. I'm enjoying it. It's awesome. Other little bits of news. LeBron's out of his walking boot, according to his lapdog. I mean, uh, reporter Dave McMenamin. Uh, That's good if you're a Lakers fan, I guess. More importantly, D'Lo came back, and you're just like, yeah, if you add in 
the second highest scoring player on the team outside of AD. Well, and LeBron, obviously, but, you know, give AD his second leading scorer back and boom, they look pretty good sometimes. Anyway, and uh, yes, as I alluded to at the top, Ja Morant. Pictures came out of him and, I don't know, hanging out in his uh, private room. Turns out, though, if you read this story, that's actually a couple of days beforehand and not the gun night. So how much time is he spending in this fucking club? $50,000, it was reported, in cash tips. The room is literally littered with bills. Littered. And Jar has his nose firmly planted. <laughs> uh, in a G-banger. And you love to see that. Good on you, Jar. Live your best life, pal. I'm not going to sit here and pontificate. You know what this young man should do? The rich young man who's very successful, he should be boring. <laughs> have fucking fun as long as you don't have a gun, you numbnuts. So, yeah, he's at a strip club. You know what's more fucking scary to me? The fact that this strip club, or at least that, well, someone, has uh, discovered that footage and sold it to the post because uh, that's fucked. Not for nothing. You feel like you need a little bit of privacy when it comes to a strip club. But if they're going to sell, uh, you know, footage, screenshots, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of people are going to be a lot in trouble. Doesn't this feel like a weekend loser, though, for shotgun willies there in Denver? There is no way another Nugget or Bronco or Colorado Avalanche player is going to go to that strip club. It's like... Hey, so if I come in here with 50 grand to pay the ladies, am I going to end up in the New York Post because you fucking sold the pick? Nah, I'm going to go somewhere else. Thank you very much. Unless the wings are really good. All right, <laughs> let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps. That's right, the game wraps from the weekend. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we last did a show Friday night. A couple of Friday tins with Jim. That was a fun show. Uh, Saturday's games, we saw the Blazers give the Sixers everything they could handle, and Ben ends up with the 39-7 in three blocks. Penny Anthony Simons came back. He had 34. But this Blazers team on the road, I'm going to talk about them in a second, but juice. Embiid with the game winner, it was absolutely fucking beautiful. The fucking jumper in the lane looking like Dirk. They needed it. Because if they don't hit that, you've just lost to the shitty Blazers who are on the road. Thank God for Joel Embiid. He had himself a weekend. I'll talk about that in a second. The Hawks outlasted the Wizards again, 114-107. This is a crazy game because, I mean, they just played like last week. And uh, I'll tell you who was, uh, he was supercharged to a degree. Supercharged Zingerburger. Was the Zinger, but Kuzma not really going on there, Beal not much. And then you're like, yeah, this is... Bit of a worry is the rest of this team after years of being shit at draft picks. It's like, yep. The Wiz. They have these little stretches where they look half decent, then it all falls apart. We'll talk about them again in a second, too. The Heat outlasted the Cavs in an absolute fucking barn burner. 33 for Butler, 42 for Donnie Mitchell. Awesome game. Loved every second of it. It was chaos. This Cavs team, they suck on the road. The Heat are pretty good at home. And this one came down to the wire. It was unreal. Miami came flying back and ended up winning it. And I'll tell you what, 
33-5-3 for Jimmy Butts. Donnie Mitchell, he had the 42. No Garland in this one. You're just like, Mobley, can I get a little something? And I was like, nah. <laughs> 12 points. He was like, oh, man. But it was a hell of a rally. God, he was good. He had 12 points, did Butler, in the, uh, the last five minutes. There goes my Tyler Hero. He had 25. They were down 14 and they came back and won it. Good job, Heat. Anyway, moving on. The Nets beat the Wolves in overtime, which is hilarious because Doris Finney-Smith hit a big three. And uh, Spencer Dinwiddie Spitzel at 29-11. Ruther Gobez is David at 26 and 13. Fun game. Michael Bridges, he is shredding. At 34, he was fucking great in that game too. It's a huge win for Brooklyn. I'll talk about that later, but goddamn, big one. The Spurs. Uh... They beat the Nuggets. Now, you might think to yourself, geez, Jimmy, that's a bit weird. Aren't the Spurs shit? And I'd say yes. And you'd say, well, aren't the Nuggets the best team? Of to that, I'd also respond, yes. Joker had a 37-11-11. It's like the first or second time they've lost all season where he's had a triple-double. The big problem was Michael Porter Jr. doing sweet dick all. Jamie Jamal Murray having 24 points on 21 shots. And uh, very little else from that team. But I don't know, play a little bit of defense. You got Keon Johnson dropping 23. 19 for Jeremy Sohan. Like, what are you doing? 20 for Dougie McBuckets. These are little things that worry me about Denver. Just every so often the fucking defense goes off the rails. The Lakers! I'll tell you what. The Lakers! Beat the Raptors. 122-112. Didn't expect it. D'Lo was awesome. 28-9 for him. Scoob at 32-9-7. But geez, the wheels are a little bit off in Raptor land. Anyway, the Clippers on Shundy. Awesome game. Beat the Knicks. Knicks never really felt like they got into it. Like it was pretty tight at the half. And then the Clippers just sort of kept them at arm's length. Kind of the rest of the way. You had Steve Ballmer and Spike Lee at Kauai. <laughs> Going for 38. Uh, the problem for the Knicks in this one, I mean, you've got quickly dropping in, what, 26, 10, and 4, starting again for uh, Brunson. Randall. Randall! 19 points on 24 shots. He shot 5 of 24. Hashtag spoiler alert. That's going to pop up again later. Uh, but the Clippers, this is kind of what I predicted on uh, Fox Sports this week. Um, just the wing doer, right, of Paul George and Kawhi. Kawhi just went, nah, we're going to win this one. And you look at the Knicks and go, hey, uh, can you throw your wing stopper, stopper on him? And the Knicks are like, uh, what? Y- you mean RJ Barrett? And they're like, uh, no. They're like, what about Emmanuel Quick? He's like, he's small. What about Q Grimes? He's like, oh, wait. We're fucked, aren't we? <laughs> It's like the one hole the Knicks have. If RJ Barrett can't cover the, uh, you know, two wings at once, they do sort of lack that sort of wing size if Randall's not going to sort of play down a position. So fascinating matchup, that Knicks Clippers, because then the Knicks then turned around and won today. The Yaz, they beat the Hornets 119-111. Talon Horton tucking nilling himself a triple-double. 37-8-10, that was hilarious. The Hornets stink. Pacers outlasted the Pistons. Again, a very fun game. 121-15. Uh, 121-115. There you go. Killian Hayes had 17 points, 13 assists, but good job. Pacers just doing the Lord's work, I guess. Uh, the Magic outlasted the Heat in the Battle of Floridia. Jimmy Butler ties it up, sends it to overtime with the buzzer beater. Then they get outscored by fucking 
18 to 6 in the overtime. Absolute chaos. Let's go, my beloved Orlando Magic. Hey, Jimmy, are you are you a Magic fan? No, but I think they're just kind of cool. I'm like Marge with the potatoes. I just think they're neat. Uh, 17, 10, and 9 for Palo Banquero. Could have used that triple. Double Palo, just saying. 17, 8, and 6 for Franz Wagner. But it was wind out at the 27 and 11. Ice Cole, Suggs, they were awesome. Fuck, I love this Magic team when they're actually sort of on and up and about. Like, Fultz was wicked. Suggs was awesome. Suggs hit the ground pretty bloody hard. Cole hit a three in that uh, overtime where you're like, oh, shit, it's on. Then Wendell hit a three. You're like, oh, fuck, they're going to win it. And it was fun as shit. Blow it out your ass, Miami. <laughs> you just got to beat them till they're dead. <laughs> Seriously. They had no business getting that to overtime. Anyway, speaking of which, another fun one. Celtics-Hawks. I love, love, love. This is like a weird mishmash of styles, Celtics-Hawks, and it would be a pretty fun, what, 2-7 matchup, if that's how it all sort of shakes out. If the Hawks won through the play and ended up with a 7 seed, I'd be all right with the Celtics-Hawks. And I think one of the shows I'm going to do this week is going to be what are the best playoff matchups. Because I think 2-7, I don't want to see Boston-Miami ever again. I'm fucking done, cooked, no thank you. But Atlanta-Boston would be fun. Toronto-Boston would be kind of fun. Uh, but I think Boston would kick the absolute living shit out of the Bulls, Pacers, and the Wizards. So, Whereas at least the Hawks, like that was just kind of scrappy. It was kind of wonky. It was kind of fun. And the Celtics beat them. 34-15-6 and six for Tatum. 35-15 uh, and 15 for Trey. But Kish, fun game. Fun fucking game. And then you had the fracker. Jalen Brown causing a bit of havoc. DeJunte Murray just running rings around everybody. Couldn't hit a shot, though. 14 points on 18 shots. Gross! But still, entertaining as hell. Until uh, the Celtics ran away from it. Just right at the end. Bulls, 119. Ship pump the Rockets, 111. 36-8 uh, for Zachy Kex, Adam Levine. The Grizz beat the Mavs. Oof. Desmond Bean hits the clutch three. Josh Green was awesome. Uh, Mavs. Snatch victory from the uh, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory in this one. Got outscored by ten down the stretch and got their asses kicked. Not a game you need. You could lose there, Mavs. This is a Grizzlies team without Jar, and you let Bain drop a twenty-five, seven, and eight on you. Yes, the Mavs didn't have any of their good players, <laughs> so it makes sense. But at the same time, how good's Jaden Hardy? Just comes in twenty-two as a starter. No Luca, no Kyrie. Kyrie was offered a uh, funeral and um, or a memorial, and uh, Luke is resting his injured thigh. So, but they were right there. Thunder they beat the Pelicans one ten ninety six because Shy decided to play. Well, they decided to play Shay in that one. Bucks Warriors was awesome one twenty five one sixteen. The Bucks losing overtime after Steph gets him there for the Warriors. Jingles was dropping bombs everywhere. Bucks nearly stole this one. Couldn't quite get there. Steph with the block to save the game. The Kings beat the Suns 128-119 in hilarious fashion. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. They just kicked the shit out of him down the stretch. This Kings team is legit. They're awesome, and I love them. The Suvlaki Kings, 17-8-4. Fox, 18. Didn't matter. It was Malik Monk with 18. Davion Mitchell with 13. Trey, not Donnie Mitchell. Lyles, 13. Harrison Barnes, Black Falcon 19. Like, they're just good and it comes from everywhere. 
And then today's games, we had some absolute belters. Nets, Nuggets, Nets win it right at the end. Uh, Michael Bridges, Michael Bridges had that and won. Joker was causing havoc. Again, 35 20 at 11. Unbelievable. Nick Claxton was dunking everything in sight. And the Nets get a huge away win. 122 120. It was awesome. Cavs beat the Hornets 114 108. Donnie Mitchell, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. Awesome game from them. They needed it. They were down. And they fought back and won. On the road, big win for the Cavs. Sixers kicked the shit out of the Wizards. Tell you what, Embiid sized up the zinger. Extreme zinger meal. And shit pumped him. Just prison style. Like nine points on 15 shots for zinger. Their big three was shit house today for the Wizards. They got fucking smoked. I think it's the first time they've not combined for 50 points when they've all played at once. Ever. 34 and 8 for Embiid. Pelicans killed the Blazers because of Trey Murphy. Jesus, he was good. 41 hit all the threes. 127, 110. Uh, Thunder beat the Spurs 102, 90 because Jalen Williams had 21, 7 and 10. Just fucking around now, the, the Thunder. They're just like, oh, no, no, no. We've got like eight good dudes. <laughs> and in the last game of the weekend of Monday, at least for us, 112, the Knickerbockers outlast the Lakers. D'Lo and Randall, old fucking Laker teammates, 33 points each. Anthony Davis, oh, it was my fault. I played like shit. It's like, yes. Yes, you did, Anthony. You had 17 points on 18 shots. 16 boards. I'll pay that, but G, one of five at the free throw line. Shocking. It's another thing with the Lakers. They do tend to miss a few free throws when it matters. Huge win for the Knickerbockers. 33 for Randall, 30 for Barrett. Awesome game. Fun as shit. Let's do some weekend winners and some weekend losers. Oh, my God. I won. I won. Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. There you go. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. Nice one. Uh, weekend winners, obviously, Philly. Steamrolled the Wiz. That's their fifth straight win. And uh, they're pulling that together at the exact right time. That's the longest win streak in the NBA. Uh, doing it on the back of James Harden playing his ass off. He's been really fucking good. Talk about playing yourself into shape, Mr. Harden. Uh, Embiid's been unreal. That game winner was just a fucking awesome shot. you got to love that. So they're now 45-22. and 22, Just hanging out behind the Boston Celtics there. And are a pretty good chance. Like, there were only one loss... Behind them in the uh, win-loss column are the Sixers behind the Celtics. Literally breathing right down their neck. Uh, The Celtics are winners as well, though, because they won that excellently fun, tough, chaotic Hawks game where it very much felt like they were kind of like a little bit discombobulated at times. Hawks were kind of just floating around waiting to just steal it, and the Celtics stopped them. It was great. Brooklyn, a couple of massive, massive road wins because... You know where the Brooklyn Nets are right now? They're in fifth. That's right. They're ahead of the New York Knickerbockers of New York City once again. Unbelievable. 39 and 29. So they're ahead of the Knicks on uh, percentage at the moment because the Knicks are 40 and 30. So Brooklyn have got two games in hand and they are better at the moment. So pretty crazy to win that Wolves game, then turn around and beat the Nuggets. Michael Bridges is a fucking savage. I love him. Spencer Dinwiddie. You can pass the ball. You're not always the best player out there, I'm just saying. But Anyway, uh, 
Great win for them. Cleveland. Oh, yes. Cleveland. Cleveland! That was a tough loss to Miami. Tough one. It's like, if they win that, I'm like, hang on a second. This is a legitimate... Oh, they lose. But to turn around and like just fucking take care of business and kick the fuck out of Charlotte was... Uh, like, that's the shit version of Cleveland. Turn around and lose that game. But they didn't, which is kind of neat. Uh, the Clippers now on a three-game win streak themselves. They're up into fifth, hanging out in that just morass in the West. As I mentioned, 5 through 12 all clumped together like so much Jimmy cooked rice. Just use the rice cooker, Jim. Yeah, that's what I do now. <laughs> um, but seriously, they started, what, 0-5 with Rusty? They've now won three straight. Uh, I'll talk about that again in a second, but just sort of finding their sort of water level, I think. Uh, the Warriors, that was a huge win over the Bucks. They needed to win it. They didn't have Giannis, the Bucks. You can't lose that. Took Curry ripping off, what, 11-3 by himself at this down in the last, what, two minutes? They were down like 108, 100, and then bang, off Curry goes. Don't know what the fuck that was at the end. Did, did you just draw up a play for Draymond from three? The motherfucker nearly broke the backboard. You got Steph Curry. Stop being cute, Steve Kerr. Jesus. Uh, who else? Who else? The Grizzlies. No jar. The photos come out. Doesn't matter. Because they've won two on the trot. They beat Dallas the other day. They've got a huge game against them again tomorrow. So that's going to be fun. Uh, the Yaz, they can't quite figure out what they're doing. Same with the Thunder. I was hesitant to put them on the weekend winners, even then they've ripped off some good wins. It's like, guys, you could just stop now, pull the ripcord, let the Lakers and Pelicans go past, who very clearly want to do so, and just slide into a nice lottery position. Just saying. Just saying. What are you doing? Uh, but the big winner for me... What a weekend. Fire lizard! The Sacramento Kings, still in second in the West. Absolute chaos. Eight and one since All-Star. That is the best in the NBA. They've got 40 wins already. So that win over the Suns was their 40th. It's the first time they've had 40 wins in a season. Remember, 41 and 41 is 500. They haven't gone over 40 wins since 0506. <laughs> It's absolute chaos. 16 straight seasons without winning 40 games. The crazy part is that tied for the record, which was set also by the Kings. <laughs> From 84 to 99. Absolutely amazing. Ah, you love to see it. You love to see the Kings up and about. Let's do some weekend losers, though. Oh, jeez. We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Loser. 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 Losers. That's right. The losers are Russell Westbrook. But Jimmy, you just said the Clippers have won three straight. Yep, and in the last two, Rusty has played exactly zero minutes in the fourth quarter. Bulgies. Uh yeah, tough scenes there for Rusty. But hey, if he's happy, I'm happy. Uh the Bucks, that was a tough loss. It was right there. They had it won, and then they just shit all down their own legs. <laughs> Cause they remember they had a sixteen game win streak. They love I mean they lose that game to the Sixers in heartbreaking fashion. 
Then they rip off another three straight. They roll into a Warriors team where they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're winning this. Holy crap. Oh, what happened? That was a bad loss. Still, they are 48 and 19. I think we're nitpicking. Miami! Butler Street, the buzzer. Sends a OT, then got fucking smashed, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, that's specifically tough because I think had they have won that game, they'd still be a really good red-hot chance at sneaking into the top six if there's like even a hint of a fade by the Knicks, right? Because they're only three and a half games behind the Knicks and the Nets in that five, six spots. Heat are right there in seven, just hanging out, <clears throat> waiting, and they couldn't get that win. That was brutal. The Raptors, same vibes. The Hawks and Heat are just begging to be jumped, and the Raptors like, check, hey, check this out, E. Oh, we've just dropped three straight. And you're like, ah, oh, Toronto. Those two back-to-back losses in LA were tough. I thought they'd split it. They're missing like an electricity, just like a vibe at the moment. It's just very heavy, dour basketball. I'm like, this is not how the Raptors win games. It was very odd. Very And like this is with Scoob having that awesome game against the Lakers. It's like Siakam just, he goes through these stretches where it just goes ice cold. And like his ice cold feels fucking way cooler than like everybody else's. Then Fred Van Vliet will just have games where he's like, oh, I'm just not really going to shoot today. I'll give it to OG. You're like, okay. Oh, gee, I'm not sure if that's a great idea, but it's where their sort of lack of depth comes into it. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is. Yeah, they could use like one more dude. <laughs> so. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. Um,. I'll tell you something for free, though, uh, is that the Raptors, it does very much feel like, yeah, this is not your year, my guys. And I just, I, I can't bring myself to really just admit that because they're just still so fucking good and scary. But if they're going to keep playing like this, it's hard to sort of convince yourself that they're good. Other losers, Dallas, two L's, no Luca, Kyrie off. Bad time. Bad time. Blazers, the time to tank is upon thee. You're two games back of the Pals and the Lakers now. But a couple more losses, you could have the sixth best odds if you just keep on losing. You could have maybe the fifth best odds if you go hard and the Magic sneak up. Just saying. That's pretty good, Portland. To have the fifth best odds to go get a Victor or Wembenyama, you'd be laughing. It's pretty good. Uh, and speaking of which, same sort of goes for the Wizards. Look, I expect Chicago, Indy, and Washington to get into a dumb, death, shitty team death roll of, no, you tank first. No, you tank first. No, you tank first. And they end up winning too many games, and they all get shafted. Um, but the Wizards, they've lost three on the trot, half game out of the 10, tied with Indy in the 11-12 spots. Like they're the one team that feels like it's trying its absolute hardest. they in Chicago, right? Like, Indy, you're kind of like, ah, it's cute. But guys, you can pack her up now. But Washington, the smart thing to do would be to just go, mm, actually, Zinger's got a bung hammy. Kyle Kuzma's a weirdo. Fuck him off for a second. And Brad Beal, uh, you're always hurt, so you're hurt now. <laughs> there you go. Right? Doesn't that just make sense? Oh, yes, Jim, it does. Thank you. And, of course, the big losers of the weekend. Oh, the Timberwolves have lost a couple on the trot. That was a tough one to Brooklyn. 
Bad timing as well, considering they're right there. They were there for a second. You're like, oh, shit, they're in the 5-6 spot. Oh, no. Nah. Classic Wolves. Uh, but we've got to go Denver. Three straight losses. The wheels are off. Going to cost Joker the MVP. But probably not. Speaking of which, let's do some NBA Australia approved performances of the weekend. <laughs> nice. That's a knife. Oh, I'll tell you what. Now he's in Joel Embiid, 34-8-4 um, in three quarters. That's pretty good. 39-7-4 on Saturday with the game winner. That's pretty good. Steph, that takeover against Milwaukee, 6-15 from downtown, 36 points. Wow. That was a run at the end, 11-3. Personal run by Steph, takes it over, gets them to overtime, they get the win. 38 for Kawhi. <laughs> I mentioned that one. Kawhi had a shell for game, and that was pretty fun. Like, Kawhi has just these moments where you're like, oh, yeah. Are we not sure that he's not the best player in the NBA <laughs> still? just He just gives you that flash, and you're like, fucking, he got me again. Fucking Kawhi. He's just going to pop up in a... Playoff series and demolish everybody. Against the Knicks, he had 38. He had the 24, 12, and 4, and 3 steals against the Raptors. It's like, oh, God damn it, Kawhi. Every time you look around. <laughs> uh, the 38 for Butts is pretty funny. The game-tying three, not bad. Randall and Barrett against the Lakers, though. RJ Barrett had 30 and 6. He was crushing it. No, he had 33. RJ had 30 and 6. RJ had 13 points in the fourth quarter. They ran over the top of them. Randall had the 33, 8, and 5, shot 11 and 24 after going 5 of 24 the day before. Michael Bridges, 34 against the Wolves. Loved it. 42 for Donnie the other day. Uh, but that came in a loss. Doesn't matter. He took over late. Tell you what, Zach Collins getting into some punch-ons. That was fun. Love a good of a uh, bit of Zach Collinsy punching on him, just because it's like, yeah, let's go, mate, let's go. That was fun as hell. <laughs> Seriously, Michael Porter Jr. and Mike and Zach Collins is like, were they arguing about which Republican donor they should donate to first? Anyway, <laughs> but of course this has got to go to Joker. Like, what are we saying? Thirty-seven, eleven, eleven, thirty-five, twenty, and eleven. Just fucking mate. Would you settle down? <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, Embiid goes, check this out. 39-7-4, I'll hit the game winner. 34-8-4 in three quarters. Check that out. And Joker's like, yeah, it's very nice, but uh, also I have this. Fucking hell. Just give me his MVP. Spud of the night, however. Spud, 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 it is spud of the night. Spud of the night. Plenty of spuds abounding. O of five for Nurk. Keon Johnson, O of six. O of eight for Troy Brown Jr. against the Knicks. Brutal. O of nine for Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. against the Lakers. Just shocking gear. Denny Avdija, one of eight. Kuzma, four of 14. Zinger! Supercharged Zingerberger. Four of 15. Brutal. Jam and Jamal Murray, five of 19. Blake Wesley, one of 12. Yeesh. Then a couple of uh, interesting ones. One of seven for Patty Connaughton, Ish Smith. 
But then, I mean, Draymond, he had the two of ten shooting, 13 rebounds and nine assists, though. But there's a couple of massive ones. Three of 22 for Lowry, the finisher, Markinen. One of nine from three. And then Julius Randle's five of 24 masterpiece, three of 10 from downtown. Five of 24. So since the year 2000, thanks a lot, Silverchair, uh, five players have made fewer shots and as many attempts in a single outing as Julius did on his five of 24. That was Michael Bridges earlier this season. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, four of 24 back in 2017. Larry Hughes, four of 24 in 2000. Jalen Rose, 2 of 4 of 24 in 2003. And Jeru Holiday, 2 of 24 back in 2013. Oh, oh, that was uh, pretty rough. But of course, the big thing was, what was the date in America on the weekend, Jim? Who celebrates? We all do. And thanks to Kevin Looney for shooting on our most sacred of days, 311, he shot... And you know who the biggest spuds of the night is? Everybody and me for not going, hey, Jimmy, did you know there's a 311 cruise? And I'll put that on myself for not knowing there's a 311 cruise. You know where I should be right now? On the fucking 311 cruise. Let's play it again. Yeah, 311. Just imagine I'd be sitting there on the fucking boat rocking out and then they'd play Amber and they'd be like, oh, fucking lovely song, oh, man. This is just fucking good as, eh? Anyway, who's old mate, no mates? It's fucking all of you for not telling me about the 311 cruise, you bastards. Old mate, no mates. 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 Oh, that was good. Uh, Old mate, no mates, Kyrie. Look, I don't know, since the uh, Kyrie trade and after the win today, the Nets have got seven wins since they traded Kyrie. The Mavs have five. What's that smell? Oh, it's someone else's fucking problem. (laughs) Uh, But also a great old mate, no mates today popped off. D'Angelo Russell and uh, Julius Randle, you might remember, teammates on a... uh, Young Lakers squad before uh, they kicked Julius Randle to the curb and traded everybody for Anthony Davis as well. Um, but D'Lo was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of his game. No relationship. We played together. We went our separate ways. I'm not really friends with anybody on the court. There's no love. <laughs> Fucking hell. Now, do you understand why I think D'Angelo Russell's a fuckhead? <laughs> Like, it's not hard to go, oh, yeah, it was fun playing together. He's a good dude. Nah, got to be a fucking dick. What a wanker. Anyway, pantsing of the night. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Fatty, fatty, fat, fat. Uh, Spencer did when he got blocked by Christian Brown, like, fucking brutally, too. 
uh, in a crucial minute in the last, what, 30, 40 seconds of that game. Then when he drives, Christian Brown's like, nah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, basketball Paul got got by Corey Kiss, but look, this is an absolute pantsy because you can't get dunked on by a white guy in a headband unless it's maybe Mac McClung. Like, yeesh. Uh, a masked Okogi enjoyed that one. Josh Okogi smoking rated Malik Monk. Just fucking yammed on him. Uh, James Harden sent Monty Morris off fucking star searching. Just off he went. And uh, Drew Holiday, though, I think this is the biggest pants in the night, wasn't he? got blocked by Steph on the potential game winner. Steph had his stupid fucking mouth guard hanging out the side of his head, and Giroux had his shot blocked by Steph Curry. And they lose the game. You better believe that's a Panson. All right, who is better than, uh, let's say, James Wiseman, Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball, Hashim Thabit? Just take your pick today. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Jalen Williams, he's been bloody good. Averaging a 21-5, 4.2 assists. Jeez, he's good. He was great on the weekend, too. Uh, just keeps fucking crushing it for the Thunders. Like, they're just such a dumbly awesome team. Like, they're going to be so fucking good. You just keep Shea, you keep your man giddy up, you bring in big old shit and these big fucking praying mantis frame, <laughs> roll him out there and see what happens. You kind of love it. They're going to be so good like next year. Anyway, the Williamses, uh, this was 21-7-10, as I mentioned earlier, for Jay Len Williams uh, against the Spurs. That was fun as hell. David Roddy at 24 points. That's a career high. He had 17 in the fourth quarter for the Grizzlies. He was unfucking real He's built like a brick shit house. Usually plays like it. And then today, well, not today, the other day, just fucking mashed him. It was rad. 24 and 4 against the Mavs. Hate to see that. Mavs, I can't believe you lost to him. David Roddy. But anyway, uh, the obvious one, Trey Murphy, three. Trey Murphy, the third. 41-7-1 in 29 minutes. He went 9-13 from downtown. A plus-minus of plus 44 and a big win for the Pelicans against the uh, Portland Trailblazers. He was bloody good. They needed it. Because <laughs> that Pelicans team is a fucking horror show. But anyway, he was, what, the 17th pick a couple of years ago by Memphis? So good job, Trey Murphy. Today, better than Lonzo Ball. Finally, Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week! And uh, if you're like me, are you sick of the Dylan Brooks versus Draymond Green bullshit? I love the pettiness. They're going back and forth. And Draymond's like, oh, man, I don't even play in March. I don't want to get up for March games. Anyone can be good in March. It's like, Draymond, your team got knocked out by the Grizzlies of the play-in. Uh, the Grizzlies are substantially ahead of you in the standings. Maybe you should play a bit fucking and harder in March, you idiot. But the thing is, the opposite side of the argument is Dylan Brooks. Fuck Dylan Brooks. He sucks. This is like Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose. They're both shit. They're both dickheads. There's no sides. Can we take them both out in the middle of the ocean and fucking drop them over the side real quiet-like? Let's go, where's Draymond? I don't know. He went on Clay's boat. <laughs> With Dylan Brooks, it was weird. Jimmy's piloting. Does Jimmy know how to drive a boat? Nah. 
Has anyone seen any of them? No. <laughs> Jesus. Either way, both dickhead of the weekends because I'm just fucking sick of them. All right, so me and ours right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some yeah, Nas. Brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Go get your merch. Go get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Yep, do exactly that. NBAstraight.com slash shop or just click through the socials. Right, some quick yeah, Nas. Since James Harden returned from injury, the Sixers, 33-11. Are fully legit? Yeah, nah. Yeah. How's that sound? I hesitate to say how legit the Sixers can or can't be because, A, they have James Harden on that team. He's got one foot out the fucking door. He's off to Houston already. Uh, Houston are like, yeah, sick, hooray. Um, but also, I, you need to see them make a conference finals before you go, yes, this is an actual team that I can trust to be an actual contender. Otherwise, you just can't say it, right? They've still got Tobias Harris. Hey, Tobias, we need 32 points for us to get a win tonight. Everybody else is up. All right, 19 points. You got it, boss. Fuck. Bloody Tobias and his 19 points. Every time. They are very good, though. I just can't trust them. Like, you see them play these games like they did today, and you go, yep, that's a good team. They're kicking the fuck out of the Wizards. All right. They get a buzzer beater, though, to get past a shitty Blazers team on the road. They just stink. And you're like, what are they doing? It's like, you can't trust, what is it, Philly and Dallas with 10-point leads. Like, no chance. So, look, they are legit. They are a contender, but that basically also means that we'll see them get knocked out in the second round again and Daryl Morey will have to fire Doc Rivers and that'll be funny. Are Sacramento legit? Yeah, nah. Oh, they're probably not a threat to win the title, but they are a legit playoff team. That people are underrating. Yeah, nah, yes, fuck yes. Do you know how hard it's going to be to outscore that team in four straight games? Or four games, rather. It's going to be fucking hard. Because they can outscore you at the drop of a hat. You turn your head one way, boom. They're going to drop 40 on you in a quarter without blinking. That's the thing I think. I'm, oh, well, the game slows down. Yeah, not if they don't want it to. <laughs> Just keep running it down your fucking throat. Anyway, uh, but speaking of Sacramento, is it awesome and uh, happy times that everybody else is cottoning onto the fact that all King Delhi does is win, 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 no matter what. He goes to Melbourne and does it all fucking lot. And what else does he do? He goes to the Kings and gets him into the playoffs. Won a fucking title at Cleveland. It's just classic. I love that. I love that he's getting some flowers. I uh, had a great one from uh, Jez. Jez Oz, happy long weekend. Oh, I had to fucking work today, so yeah, that's why it's a bit of a late one today. Uh, the Grizzlies installing a metal detector at the player's entrance is just plain stupid. Yeah, nah. It really was. So this is another story. It's like, oh, well, we've put metal detectors. It's like, all right, Grizzlies. Good job, you fucking morons. And as Jez goes on to say, yeah, it's plain stupid. They've completely missed a golden opportunity to educate not only Jar, but a community that desperately needs help when it comes to gun control. They could have been a leader, but instead of sending a message of 
Hey, everyone, if you want to carry a gun, you've got to deal with what comes with that. How about you don't? Instead, they're saying, you do whatever you want. We'll just enforce a rule on everyone so you don't get yourself in trouble again. I'm not sure this rant even makes sense, but the gun issue over there does my head in. Yeah, nah, yeah, you're right. And this is their entire approach. Like, oh, nah, nah, well, we've got metal detectors. It's like, how about you just go, right, this is a way to educate everybody and go, Jar had a gun, he was being a dumbass, we're actually going to come down on him like a ton of bricks. So, oh, but he's got, he's dealing with some issues. Like, well, then he shouldn't have a fucking gun. <laughs> Like, how hard is this to understand? You fucking idiots. Ugh. I agree with you, Jez. Uh, another one. Lakers are more fun to watch without LeBron. Yeah, nah, they might even be a better team without him. Yeah, nah. There is certainly, like, a more freeing sense about them rather than, like, everybody being on tenterhooks watching, oh, what's LeBron? What does LeBron need me to do? What is LeBron? LeBron, LeBron, what do I need to do? They're all sort of shitting themselves when he's out there, right? And you watch them now and you're like, they're kind of actually just playing to their strengths and having a good time. Yeah, it's a good one. But they're probably, I don't know, you watch the way that D'Lo is out there and you're like, I don't know how that's going to work with him and LeBron because now D'Lo's just going to get hunted on defense and LeBron will have the ball in his hand. So what does D'Lo then do? Bit of a tough one. Bit of a tough one. Uh, What about the unpopular opinion of the day? Oh, geez, we're going to stop Steph Curry from piffing fucking balls the length of the fucking court. He's taking the piss. It's like, all right, Steph, all you're doing is fucking nailing poor ball boys in the fucking bonds, you prick. <laughs> Did you see that? When he does his little fucker and throws the full court tunnel shot, he nailed a poor ball boy right in the fucking head. That <laughs> had hurt like buggery, I tell you. Jesus, Steph, come on, mate. Relax a little. What are you trying to prove? It's like, yeah, we get it. You can throw the ball from a really long way away. Uh, speaking of which, I had this one thrown at me the other day. Um, and it's just a bit of a tricky one. So let's go to Outback Takeouts. It's Monday at Outback. You know what that means? Yep. On the way back from down bush, old mate and the squid, they took out a wombat, chucked it in the back. Squid number two gave it a bit of a cuddle. Sure, it was a bit dead, but, you know, he's learning the hard way. Anyway, they got home, we chucked it over the coals, been slow roasting this wombat for a good 24 hours. That's right, slow roasted wombat, only at Outback. Might be a bit gamey, but we chop it into squares just like it's poo. It's bloody delicious. Not the poo, the fucking wombat. Anyway, today's Flame Grill take is, if you put Dame Lillard on the Warriors in place of Steph Curry, how many titles do they win, Jim? The answer is very simple. Just as many fucking titles, because Dame Lillard's also a fucking gun, you idiot. Only at Outback. This one, uh, a bit of a flame grilled. I tend to think Dame, the consistency with which he goes about his game is very similar to Steph, but I think Steph just, he has that little bit of extra size. He's got that sneaky good size. So maybe, maybe they don't win four titles. I don't think they would have won last year. So I reckon it'd be two or three. But, I mean, you put fucking Dame with Prime KD. Prime Dame and Prime KD, they're always going to win. So there's at least two. Right, let's do a quick stream play watch. Right after this. 
This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Let's do it. So what the Aussies have been up to. Paddy Thrills has been out there crushing it. It's almost like Jacques Vaughan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Play Paddy more, you jerk. Uh, in that Bucks game, as mentioned, 23-7-4 last week. Uh, pretty crazy one. <clears throat> Would like to see more of it, but here we are. Jock Landau, rock him, suck him, block him, jock him, Landale uh, against the Kangs and playing up against his old mate, Deli. Four points, two rebounds, one assist. Tough one. Big win for the Kings. Landau only played five minutes. He went one or two. He had 2,000 in five minutes. Bit of a rough one. But it's all right. Rock him, sock him, block him, jock him's all right. Uh, Dyson Daniels can't find his fucking shot at the moment, I'll tell you that much. He went 0 of 4 against Portland. They did get the win. He played 26 minutes. Uh, he went 0 of 4 from the floor, 0 of 2 of Richard from downtown. He did hit two free throws. He ends up with two points, four assists, and a rebound. Um, and on Sunday, the day before when they played OKC, when he went up against the Gidmeister. Love it. You absolutely have to lo- 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 love it a lot. Because um, you had Giddy on one side, who had the 19-7-4, uh, and, and you've got uh, his old mucker, Dyson Daniels, going at it as well. Anyway, Dyson, he had uh, five points, six rebounds, and five assists with a steal in 25 minutes. Shot two of seven, one of five from downtown. Let's go to the vacuum. Uh, Jack White uh, got in there against the Chicago Bulls last week for a bit of a run round. Four minutes, one rebound, one assist, and one steal. Good on you, Jack White. Doom, ba-doom, boom, ba-doom, boom. Tell you what, though, Josh Greeny Green. Who's Scott Green? That's right, Josh Scott Green. 21 points, 10 rebounds, and four assists. He was a menace in that Memphis game without Kyrie or Luka. Free Josh Green. He went 9 of 16 from the floor, 3 of 6 from downtown. Absolutely crushing it. It's his third 20-plus point game since the start of February. Let's bloody go. Give him hell, Greeny. It's crushing it. We might have to see a return of Greeny's green thumb later this week. See how we go. Uh, Mazzy, Matty T, Aussie Matty T, strolled on in to uh, play his old mucker in Philly. Had five points, two rebounds, one assist, one block, and one steal, and then got shit-talked by Joel Embiid to a degree. Joel Embiid just loves shit-talking Australians, apparently. Two of four from the floor, one of three from downtown in that one. But he had ten points and three steals against the Pelicans. On you, Matty T. Just a shame that the Blazers can't win a game. <laughs> Two or three from downtown, though, from Matty T. You just love to see that. And you're like, yeah, Doc Rivers doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Jingling Joe Ingalls had, a, had himself a game. He is absolutely on fire so far in March from downtown, shooting 60% from three. He's gone four of seven, one or two, four of eight, two or three, two of four, five of six. The five of six against Golden State was awesome. So the only bloke just actually fucking hitting shots for most of that game, it felt like 15 points, five rebounds, and seven assists. He was awesome. He had the 6-8-4 against Brooklyn uh, back on Friday too. So Jingles just finally finding his stroke. There was a couple of minutes there. It was just a bit... He's been very hot and cold so far this season. Hopefully he just keeps this up. And uh, no more Dally action. He had the zero points, two rebounds, two assists last week against the Pels. But Giddy, a couple of big games. He had 19-7-4, as mentioned, against the Pelicans on Sunday. 8-12 from the floor, 1-1 from downtown. 15-11-5 in the win over the Spurs today. 6-16 shooting, 1-2 from three. 
They're crushing it, and you'll love to see it. All right, let's do an edge guys. Gray Mum Reward for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. Alright, clap it up. Quick one. Uh, Nikola Jokic, first player to have a 35 plus, 20 plus rebound, 11 plus assist game since Kareem in 1976. No one's had multiple 35, 20, and 10 games in 40 seasons. Nikola's now done it twice this season. Jesus. When you're routinely doing shit that no one's done for 40 fucking years, I think you're probably deserving another MVP. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. Just saying. Paddy Mills, Game Day Baller, Game Day Twitter check-in. Absolutely crushing it. Coming soon. Stay hungry. Monday motivation. It's the Aussie Olympic team, so it looks like they might have a bit of a uh, filmage going on. Can't wait to see a bit of that. Should be awesome. Uh, but otherwise, Paddy just crushing it. He had a great tweet yesterday. It was it basketball is fun? Just out there, a couple of great photos of him shooting the shit out of it against the Bucks. Nice fits, looking good, having a good old time as Paddy. Right, let's do some game previews for the next couple of days. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How was the weekend? Not bad. Took the squid up to uh, my folks up in B Town. Had a great time. I was down in the bush, chilling out. And uh, only to deal with one little tiny squid, which is really fun. Got some sleep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, how did we go on the picks? More importantly, we went 12 of 22, 627 of 994 picks so far this season. So, not bad. Uh, tomorrow we've got Indy going to Detroit. I'm taking the paces again there, minus four. Pretty short line, but I think even Indy's B team could beat Detroit pretty handily. Uh, Memphis, they go to Dallas. As mentioned, this is a chaos game. No Luka. Kyrie might be back. He's still questionable. I think Dallas will have learned from their game the other day and win this one. They're plus one. I'm taking Dallas at home. Utah, plus seven and a half against Miami. This just feels like a weird, shitty game where Utah never wins this, but Miami just... They really do struggle to, like, kick the fuck out of teams. So... I'm going to take the plus seven and a half because it feels like a lot for a Utah team that can score. Minnesota, plus five against Atlanta. Atlanta suck at covering at home. Uh, Minnesota lost a couple on the trot. That weird game against Brooklyn. They're getting five points. Atlanta don't cover at home. These teams are both 34 and 34. Let's go, Minnesota, plus five. Anthony Edwards, this is the key one for me. Ant-Man, remember, went to the University of Georgia. Yes, that's in Athens, but still... He'll have a uh, hometown hero vibe, I think, about him when he goes to Atlanta. Boston, 12.5 point. under uh, Favorites, obviously, against Houston. Minus 12.5. I think they kick the shit out of Houston just because they need to get winning. They know it, and they're going to put Houston to the sword. Phoenix, 4.5 point underdogs going to Golden State. Golden State are like, what, the fourth or fifth best team at home. Phoenix are pretty good on the road, though. They're like sixth or seventh. I'll take the plus 4.5. I think Booker and CP3 can keep up with Golden State to a degree. And if they don't, I'd be standing a little bit to be worried about this Phoenix team. Just saying. So give me Phoenix against Golden State. Plus four and a half. And Millie Walker against Sacramento. Giannis reckons he wants to come back for this. I say it won't fucking matter. Give me the Kings. Let's go, Sacramento. Uh, Wednesday, Cavs over the Hornets. Because the Hornets are shit. Pistons. 
lose to the Wizards in Washington because the Pistons are shit. Nuggets beat the Raptors in Toronto, though we did see the Raptors play them pretty tough the other day. Maybe, just maybe, I might change that. I might have the Raptors at home. That would be a big way to turn around their uh, losing streak. Lakers go to the Pelicans. This is going to be a big Anthony Davis coming, you know, homecoming. Off they go. Lakers need a big win to turn this around after that loss to the Knicks today. Give me the Lakers in New Orleans. Nets, they go to the Thunder. Two young, fun teams. I think the Nets can win another one on the road. Fuck it. Let's go Brooklyn. Patty, though. Patty out there, shit-talking Josh Giddy. I was about to say Ben Simmons out there and hanging out, talking shit to Josh Giddy, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> Magic at Spurs. Magic will get that win because uh, the Spurs are horrible. Bucks at Suns. Suns on a back-to-back. Bucks on a back-to-back. Uh, that's a bit of a tricky one. I might have to take the Suns at home. But I uh, do love that we get a finals replay. Just can we not have them on fucking... When both teams are on back-to-backs? What are we doing? Knicks at Blazers. I'll take the Knicks. Thursday, just in case. I think I'm going to try to do a Wednesday show this week again. Uh, though, yeah, that's all schedule depending. So I won't be able to do one tomorrow night. I'll try to do one Wednesday, maybe Thursday and Friday. So we might get three or four shows this week. Uh, Knicks at Blazers, as mentioned. Thursday, Sixers at Cavs. That is an absolute belter. Give me the Sixers on the road. Just feel like there's a little something-something going on there. Grizzlies at Heat. I'll take the Grizzlies. No, I'll take the Heaters. Heat will uh, just give them the old clamps. Squeeze the life out of him. Kings of Bulls. I'll take the Kings. Oh, it's a John Salmon Bowl. I love a good John Salmon Bowl. Kings at Bulls. Give me Sacramento. Uh, actually, no, I'll take the Bulls there, actually. Because in terms of the Kings, go on the road, light the fire the laser. If they lose that game to Milwaukee tomorrow, I think there's a little bit of a slew of games where they might go, oh, got a bit wonky on us. Lakers at Rockets. Lakers on a back-to-back having just played the Pelicans. They should still win that, though, against Houston. Celtics at Wolves. I'll take the Boston Celtics in Minnesota. That's going to be a fun game, though, actually. Ant-Man. Rudy Gobert against the Celtics. Mavs, Spurs. Give me the Mavs. And then Warriors, Clippers. Yes, that's awesome. What a great couple of games on Thursday. Sixers, Cavs, Kings, Bulls. Celtics, Wolves, Warriors, Clippers. I'll take the Clippers in that one because the Warriors are away from home and outside of uh, San Francisco, they are shit. And there you go. There's all the game picks, all the good stuff that you need for the next couple of days. I reckon I'll be back on Wednesday. Yeah. See how we go. Right. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG. Get all over the socials. You can also listen to me on CoBet Daily with uh, Alex and Liam. That's a good one for all your betting stuff. Uh, NFL Australia, myself and Gaz, you can go listen to that Super Bowl wrap. We'll be back in about... We've got an off-season free agency uh, show planned, so that'll be up soon, so make sure you subscribe there too. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. Get right around that like, review, and star at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, however you like rate it. As I keep saying, we changed the back end, so if you can do a fucking review and star it, that'd be really good because it would help immensely. <laughs> Fucking hell. Don't know what I'm doing. Uh, either way, big thanks to From Ozo for the intro and outro song and their new band, House Hats. They rule. And so do Joshua Delorentis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshack, Alami, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green Green, Green, and Dozers. They're behind all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all, the Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. All right, we'll close out with a really quick daily review of everything, everywhere, all at once. He's a big Oscars head. 
is our deli. So there you go. Enjoy that. All right, we'll catch you probably Wednesday, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosen. Oh, yeah, you're here in the fucking age. It's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by for my latest pop culture review, eh? And i got to tell you, I've been sitting on this one for a while because I watched it like on a plane. But then I sat down and watched it with old mate just real recent and shit. But then today it goes out and wins like all the fucking like Oscars and shit. And of course I am talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. That fucking sick movie where it's like Michelle Yeoh doing like kung fu shit and like the fucking kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He's out there fucking just being awesome and funny and cool. And they're like, hang on, isn't that fucking short round? Isn't that fucking data from the Goonies? Fucking love that kid. He's sick. So I'm watching this movie, and it's a bit of a head fuck, right? Like, it's doing all this multiverse shit. And then it's like, wait, is this some sort of allegory for the immigrant experience? Because this is fucking unreal. And then they're talking about the bagel and Jamie Lee Curtis and shit. It's just a really good film. Like, no spoils or nothing, but you will be in Trantrum, start to finish. I fucking loved it, and I was so stoked to see it win a shit ton of Oscars. It's one of those rare ones where it's like the Oscars are like not being a bunch of boring dickheads, and they actually chose like a fun film. We're like, yeah, that fucking movie was sick as. I'm glad I won the Oscar. So you turned around a couple of years ago, yeah, no, I fucked that one up because that was fun as shit. So yeah, go check it out. Watch it wherever you can watch it, I reckon. So, yeah, I'll give that about 24 out of 10 Deli ones. Fucking sick movie. Reminds me of the time when we'd be, like, at the, uh, the cinemas and we'd be, like, me and fucking my best mate plug out. We'd be sitting there just throwing popcorn on the back of girls' heads and shit during high school. Fucking funny as, man. Oh, we used to get so many roots out of it, I'll tell you. Anyway, uh, there you go. Everything, everywhere, all at once is fucking rad. Go check it out. And uh, I'll talk to you next week or whatever for another pop culture view. All right, later fuckers, Dale out.